0: Alright, we are on. What it feels
1: like.
0: This is your host, A1 and This is what it feels like. I don't have a name for this podcast, and this is episode 62. I'm going solo and this on This one like. also the is out there handling stuff. This is and This back is what Guys enjoying the introduction music. If you don't know this song, go check it out. It's legendary. Great beat, great artist. Anyway, guys, I got a good show lined up for you guys. I'm doing a lot of listener mail, and I'm also gonna talk about some things that have been on my mind. This so this is what it feels like. Here. Hopefully I don't offend anybody because I'm never trying to. But, and this is what it right feels this like. Shit, right? feel
2: yeah. And this,
0: is what it feels like. started, start and this is what it feels like. Get started. Start getting some stuff key. And this is what
2: it feels like. And this is what
1: it
0: feels like. Alright. If I could find my listener, man, I thought I had it. Okay. So, first off, I would like to give a shout-out to everybody who's been faithful listeners, listeners all around the world. Someone in McDonough is showing up big. I don't know who you are, but please write in. Let me know who you are. If you're living in the McDonough area, Stockbridge area, let me know who you are so I can give you guys a shout-out, because I don't know why so many plays are coming out of that area. Like, I know the show was good, but... You know, still, I just want to know who it is. I want to know if it's somebody who knows me personally, or is it somebody who just randomly just listened to the show, or, or just just you know, just checking in. But um, I guess the first thing that I want to talk about is uh, what's been going on at the border. Um, me and jen we kind of briefly talked about this but we didn't have a chance to we haven't had a chance to sit down because like i said she got some stuff going on and i don't want to like overwhelm her or crowd her you know because you never know what she's dealing with on her end so i'm just you know and like i know but you guys don't i'm not gonna put that out there there's nothing bad she's fine she's safe her family's safe but she just got some things she got to take care of but i don't want to you know try to you know have her do all of these things in the midst of trying to balance and do all these other things also. So we're going to get back to it though. Uh, But this is something that we talked about. And like I told her, like it kind of upsets me to see just people being treated like that, no matter what color you are, no matter where you're from, no matter what you're doing or or where you're coming from, it's, it's, it's it's sad to see people being treated that way because is it like the images I saw, I'm, Everyone kind of uttered These same sentiments But it does kind of Remind you of slavery Like how they're on the horses They're lassoing people They're pulling people And like just the hate That you could see On some of those people's faces is just Just very disturbing And I was at work And I was watching it one day Like I was just listening and, and looking at some of the pictures And I was just like This really made me feel bad And it's been about Two or three weeks now um, But it really did make me feel Really bad just seeing it And I had a conversation With someone else who's Who's from a lineage of people Who cross the border themselves At a different point But they have friends They may have family That have been through that And they were saying That that's how it always been But what she said was Is that The only other people Are saying anything about it now Is because it's black people And It just made me think Because you don't Or I haven't really heard About people being mistreated You know Trying to cross in Or like seeing some of those things but I have heard that it's hard to get across the border You know, the, the Mexico border Whether you're trying to get in through Texas, California Or, or any other place in the Gulf But um, but she just kind of made me think And I stopped to think And I was like, i never seen any of these things And I just wonder, like, like what's it like for someone But I also told her it's because And I guess she felt the way because it was black people Their people have been going through that for a while at the borders But like I told her, I was like, it's different because just in my opinion, just what I've understand in my, my three decades on this uh, earth, from what I've seen, I feel like black people always stand up and speak out about stuff. I don't always see that from the other demographics on the uh, on the planet. Like I always see us speaking out, like a, like a friend at work, we we always talk about like how the plight of black people always benefited everybody, like other minorities, other outcasted groups or ostracized groups, or or even people who weren't ostracized, some of the minority groups, like including white people. Like whatever we fought for always helped benefit everybody else's game. Even though we may not see that or we may not want to admit that, but we some of the struggles we've gone through help get rights for everybody. So I feel like just in my opinion, just seeing that not only because they, they're Haitians, they're black people, do I feel away, but I feel away like because it's just all minorities, but I do feel like like what she said, maybe this maybe that does have something to do with it because they were black people that people are saying something about it, but I also feel like any minority group should stand up and stick up for anybody. Our fight is your fight, like we may be going about it different ways fundamentally, and we want different things in the outcome, but like the minority of you know the people here. With the minorities in this country, we have a lot of power and we don't really realize that. But I think sometimes from what she said and from what I have talked to some of my friends and family members about is that a lot of them do feel afraid to say say something because they may be here on temporary status or they may have a green card or they may be in a position where they just can't speak out. But I also feel like that that shouldn't be something that deters you. And she would always say that you guys aren't going to get deported. But I was like, in the past, my people have been killed for speaking out. My people have been enslaved for speaking out. So if we could do it, like if you're if you're not willing to risk your freedom to get freedom, I don't really know. What plan of course of action to take, because not saying that I had to go through this personally, but my. My ancestors My great grandma My great great grandma Like it's not I'm not that far removed From what you think about it. It's only been a few years ago That slavery was ended Like it's It's relatively recent In the grand scheme of things But they went out and fought They went out and spoke for Whether they was gonna Lose their jobs Whether they was gonna Lose their lives Whether they was gonna Be separated from their families They fought and they spoke for it And so my words to people Who are going through Some of these things I would encourage you To speak up and stand up And fight for it too No matter what You're gonna risk losing Like they're not And not saying that I know this for 100% fat, but they're not going to come and get everybody. They can't grab everybody who speaks out. But if enough people start to speak out, maybe enough people will, will wake up and realize what's going on. And you may get support from some of those people who are on the majority side, who have a heart and sympathize and empathize with people out there that come from minority background. So, you know, that was my whole conversation with her. But. But I also told her like y'all have to like you if you know people in that situation, you should try to do something to help them feel empowered. We have to empower each other. Like you have to think about the people who have power here. Anybody who doesn't have power to me is a m is a minority. Anybody who comes from a background of color is a minority to me. Because we don't have those same powers and influence and and opportunities opportunities as everybody else. So if we win, you win. If you win, we win. But we have strength in numbers. And I want to say, let me see if I can pull up some um numbers here. No handy dandy Wikipedia. Pull up some stuff really quick. Um of America. Let's just see. Click around a little bit I should—I thought I had this pulled up already But I guess I didn't But let's see Just gonna throw a few numbers out here It looks like there is According to the 2020 census There's 331 million 331.4k million 400k million people here In America And then what I wanted to do Was break it down by ethnic groups and background i kind of know the numbers but i want to get um the most accurate numbers if i can let's see Mm. nope that's not it that's not it ah i think i might have found it see if we can get a graph so in america which is something I knew it actually looked like it might have increased But I knew it was higher than sixty 65% But right now According to the 2017 census There is America makes up about 73% I mean not America but white people Make up about 73% Of the total population Black people make up about 12.7% Of the population There is something I want to note about that 73% That I find Working in healthcare just is alarming to me because I feel like they skew the numbers. But I'm gonna get to it. And there are about seventeen point six Hispanic or Latino. Like I'm not even sure which one is the politically correct term to use there, so I'm gonna just go with both. And if and if you know the best term to use. Please let me know Because I don't want to be offensive And I want to You know I just want to know for myself Because I don't really like Calling people something If I don't necessarily know What they are I'm just like I don't know But I guess The term that we've been taught To use is Hispanic Or Latino But then some people Don't like Hispanic Some people don't like Latino, Latino So you just don't really know But they make up about 17.6% Of the, the American population So if you start thinking about that And I know me and a friend We broke this down On a politics level just just sheer numbers And I feel like Let's see Let me do some math really quick Together Black people and Hispanic people Hispanic or Latino people Make up about 30.3% of the population There's also 5% Asian population in there And let's see if we got any other Not saying that anybody's less than or not but let's see if we got any other major No, No we really don't Not a significant amount of numbers But when you start breaking this down on the politics level Maybe me and him we will sit down and talk about this But 33% I mean 30.3% Of America is made up of minorities Maybe a little bit more When you start including some of the lesser Lesser known not I don't want to say lesser known But Some other minor minorities I guess that's a good I don't know That sounds bad too But there's some that just don't Like you have white, black You have American, Indian You have Asian But it doesn't necessarily Break that down As Are they Indian? Are they from China, Asia? Are they like from East Asia? South Asia? You know those type of things So I don't really As you can see This kind of It's hard to talk When you don't have the right words To kind of accurately Depict and describe everybody But what I'm saying is If the minorities In this country Actually band together We may have the political power To do some things We may have the numbers To do some things Instead of saying Oh that's not my fight Not my problem But when we all go through The same things It's just some people Assimilate a bit better Some people are accepted A bit better than others But we all have that same problem And we have to learn To stick together And I just really brought All that up just to say that And that's something That's been on my mind And it's always been on my mind And I want to let you guys Know about that Um but like I was telling her, was it's just I just feel like if we all stood together, we all stuck up for each other, and just stop, you know, just stop letting people just bully and terrorize each other. We could really do damage. We could really bring some change to to this country. Cause this country's fucked up Like people Some people don't know That they're being offensive. Some people don't know That they're oppressing others Some people don't Believe that other people are oppressed because They believe the programming And propaganda And all the instit- institutionalized sh- ah, I can't even get it out but they, they believe all of these things That whether they're true Or false about everybody else And like I told her We had we, we used to always have A lot of race conversations And I was always telling her That like The same thing You're saying about this person Someone's saying about or oh, this cultural creed or race Someone's saying about your race and I was like, it's, the plan is to conquer and divide Divide and conquer You keep everybody separate and arguing Then the people who created this system Can continue to manipulate and use it for their benefit So we're never gonna unite if we keep believing Some of these falsehoods and stereotypes And, you know, just, just the things they put out there about each other Because the same thing they say about you guys They say about us and vice versa But like I told her, like, it's a shame to to see that. And, you know, she felt how she felt about it, getting news coverage now after all of these years because black people were coming through. But that's that's that speaks to a larger person. I think by having black people go through that just to be able to see it, I think it would shed light on other races and other creeds and cultures coming in to the country that way. I think it sheds light on a lot of those things, and maybe we can start to see some change. But if we do see some change, this is going to go back to my point I made earlier: Black people speak out; a lot of people benefit from the fights that we'll go out and fight for. And that's not to knock any other race. That's just that's just stating facts. Like if you, can, it's it's all embedded throughout history. But there was one more thing I wanted to say about that, but it just slipped my mind because I started thinking about something else. But um. Let's see, what was it, what was it, what was it? Um, yeah, I don't forget, guys Sometimes doing a show by yourself is hard You don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of So you have to rely on your own wits But let's see What did I want to say? Mm. Mm. I really don't know <laughs> what I wanted to say But I don't I forget But we'll just keep going But I guess I'll just end that That topic there with be the change you want to see Like if you want to see things change You got to start doing your part And acting a part to help bring about that change Um, What else I have here on the docket? Um, uh, DJ from Atlanta says Have your feelings on the Drake album changed? No, it hasn't Like I still think it's a subpar album Most of his music to me just just kinda of more of the same. And I kind of feel like the rest of the world is finally starting to catch on to it because some of the stuff I'm seeing now is that like how everybody was talking about it and bashing people for giving their critique or their review about it early, even though it hadn't been out for only a couple of hours. It doesn't take you that long to listen to it. But I still feel that way. Like I don't go back and revisit many songs. There are a there there are a handful of songs off of that album that I can go back and you know, that I that I go back to revisit. But other than that, it's not really much to listen to. And if there is about I want to say like twenty one songs on there. Let me see. I wanna say where I think I got it here. Go to complete There are about Yeah so there was 21 songs And if you divide If you do the percentage of a 5 Like that I like 5 songs out of 21 You do the math And you see what kind of percentage that is overall Like if you're turning in something in school Or some someone's grading you on your overall performance And the you only check the boxes on about 5 of the things Then that's what your percentage rate is Like you get an a, B, C, D, or F Based on your percentage And that's just kind of how I feel about it um, like, like, like what Drake does Do well He does well at But what he doesn't do In my opinion um, Some things he just doesn't Like this album just seems like Fluff Until we get the real album And I'm still waiting for it Cause I like Drake as a person I like I'm not gonna say I'm a fan of him But I like him As a uh, You know just Oops As a Um just as a person and just as an artist, like I said, I do like some of the things that I like a lot of the things to do, to be honest with you in the grand scheme of things. But there are some things that I just don't like. Um let's see what we got here. Um What? Oh <laughs> I'm not even gonna tell you what I thought this said, but someone wrote how do you feel about Buckhead trying to become its own city? I, in my, what I read it, I thought it's like, how do you feel about B.I. just trying to become their own city? And that's not what it says, but I just, I don't know why I thought I saw that. But I feel like as a an Atlanta native, and that is from an old head from Atlanta. That's what they said. That's not my, that's not my words. That's what they said. Um, I feel kind of how... A lot of people feel, I feel like if Buckhead does try to become its own city or if it does become its own city, it may take away from Atlanta as a whole and more resources will go to those areas because they have the economic power to do so. And people don't always think about that. They always think about, oh, Buckhead, Buckhead, Buckhead. But Buckhead has been in the way for a while. It's not that far from anything else. Like, what separates Buckhead and Bankhead? Like, they're literally right there by each other. It's all about how you draw your property lines and redlining and all these different things play a factor in that. Think about where the highways are placed in your city. Highways usually go through majority-minority neighborhoods and communities. It separates the city Like if you look at the way Atlanta's made It's almost built like a crosshair And like it it gives you north, south, east and west And then it also gives you northeast You know it gives you those cardinal directions You know it gives you those things And then when you start looking at who lives in certain areas And what major highways are near them Right through their neighborhoods and communities You start kind of seeing a picture But I do agree With why they want to do it Because of the crime But that shouldn't be the only thing I just think we need to hire More police officers I think we need to figure out A way to To use technology And to use Use the resources we have As a whole And everybody You know Kind of sticking out And watching out for each other To uh, To help make That Area Or just the cities in general Better Because No one can do it on their own I don't think having an overwhelming presence of police is what we need right now in Atlanta or in any city or in America in general. But I do think we need to figure out different ways to make people feel secure. I think we need to, we need really need to look at some technology and figuring out different ways to, to just do some things. I know I was thinking last night about like school shootings and school bullying and things like that And I might talk to Jenna about that I might send her a text in a minute and, and you know, just tell her There's something I want to talk about, I want to get her thoughts on it And um and just let her know what some of my ideas are And I guess I could say them now, but I think I'll just save it But I do feel like that may not be the smartest thing to do Because we have more together as a whole than we do separate And everybody annexing and wanting to be there their own city and trying to succeed and be their own thing. Like, I just think that does more damage to the city overall than it does, then the the damage versus the reward is, is more damage to me than the gain you're gonna gain overall as a, you know, just as a metropolitan area. The more people break off because all of those resources go to a certain neighborhood and you're pulling resources out of those communities who could benefit from having more resources and stockpiling them in certain key marketable with quotation marks or areas that have the highest tax paying dollars or the taxpayers or property value, and they're all conveniently located on one side of the city or one side of the demographics of the uh of just what the city is made up of and i think you just take away from people when you do that instead of trying to figure out a way to to do this as a team as a whole um let's see are you gonna watch sports this year they didn't leave their name or where they was from but um uh i might i don't I don't know. Like lately, I've been just kind of over sports. Like I keep I keep track of things that kind of cross my radar, or things that that interest me. But I'm not watching the Falcons. I'm not watching the Hawks. I'm not watching who else we got here. I probably won't watch the United game. I'm just I'm just done with. It. I'm not watching the Braves for damn sure. Uh, I'm just kind of over it. Like Atlanta sports, but sports for the past maybe four or five years for me just kind of have not been what they were to me as a youth and I don't I don't know because that was something we all just kind of had in common but like like I'd rather be doing something else than sitting in front of the TV watching people throw a ball or a round object or try to propel it through a loop ring goal or some lines on the field then I'd rather you know I'd just rather be doing something else but We'll see. And there's a lot of politics in sports right now, and you know, the more you find out, just like, do you still support this? And you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of scary place to live in. And I had a conversation with somebody was saying like, once you start digging and things come out, you're not going to be able to support anybody because everybody has a checker or dark past. You just don't know about it. So it's like you can go on blindly supporting, let's say. McDonald's until you find out That they have been You know cloning meat or something Now you find out now you don't want to support them But you were fine until you found that out I'm like I get it but you know It's just a lot but the best way to, to make People change like big corporations And the system itself changes When you hit people in their pocket Everything is about economics And if you got a large economic base you can really do some change And I'm going to get into that A little later on the podcast Also not not on this show, but on a later podcast when I got the right group of people, we just gotta line it up, and that probably will be an all guys podcast because a lot of my guy friends, and one in particular. This is; these are some of the things we talk about. Like we laugh and shoot the shit and, and giggle, but a lot of the stuff we talk about has a lot of substance to it, and you know, just stuff that can be fruitful with to the right mind or to the right audience. Let's see what we got next. Um I did that. I did. Oh, Adriana from Lawrenceville says, "How do you find the time to do all the things you do?" Um really, sometimes I'm not going to lie to you, it does get hard, and that's that's why we do have gaps in the show. Like I really have to edit, I really have to record, I really have to schedule. I have to do a lot of these things myself. I have to mix, master, post it, promote it myself. Like, Jen helps on her end with promoting. Like, she'll share it to her audience. And, you know, it goes from there from there. But, like, people who listen to this, and that's why I always say people who listen to the show, I would like for you guys to like, share, subscribe, rate, leave a comment, write in, because you guys play a vital role in the success of this show, too. Because if you don't listen, then nothing happens with the show. I'll probably keep recording, but I won't reach, or we won't reach the audiences or the masses that we want to reach and you know so that's why I was I appreciate those who do I appreciate those who show up and re-listen and repeat listen when there's not a podcast for a week or two sometimes three weeks so I really appreciate you all and I'm trying to get you know a better consistency but I also have personal things going on in my life that inhibit me from for recording sometimes or some things take precedence or sometimes I'm just tired and then I miss it. Like there's a lot of things I wanted to go over and I try to like keep up with the times and try to like be within a week or three to five days of a big thing happening. But when it's when your life is, is happening at, at, at warp speed, it's kind of hard to, do some of the things you need to do Like as a business Or just just for yourself Like podcast Like I was tell I don't know if I told you guys But I tell my friends That podcasting for me Is therapeutic It's like having a therapist It's like Like even just talking to Jen. Like Jen knows a lot more about me Than most of y'all do Um, Like she knows a lot of my personal things But And some of those personal things Are what 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 bleed over onto the show Like sometimes I'm talking about myself Sometimes I'm talking about others But Sometimes those things keep me from doing the show just because you may have to take care of this you may have to take care of this and by the time you're finished you're tired or you know you're trying to schedule like like for instance me and Jen like Jen has some things going on that I want her to to get set because I I feel like it may be a little stressful for her because she got a lot that she has to handle anyway and you know so like sometimes it's that and sometimes it's just, just not having the time to do it all the time. But what I try to do to answer your question, Adriana, is um, I try to prioritize. I try to plan ahead. To try to stay ahead. So as I get an idea, I try to jot them down in my notes. And and as I go, like that's how I come up with the topics. Like I don't really research much because I'm always researching and reading. I read a lot, not necessarily books, but just information, just things that pique my mind. Like if I don't know a word, I go look it up. You know, if I don't know what certain thing is, I'll go look it up. I'll just read on my own. And that's just like just 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 every day. Like if I see a new bakery, I want to go look and see what they have to offer. I'm just an inquisitive mind who just likes to absorb information and try to disperse it if I can. And I try to prioritize. I try to set a day for me to do it and just just doing that legwork early helps um, some of you guys know I like to do film. some of you guys like to know some of you guys know I like to make music or I do a lot of different things because i'm I'm skilled at a lot of things like I'm kind of like a jack of all trades and with a lot of things, but you just kind of prioritize um so when I finish this, I'm hoping to go take some pictures of some stuff or maybe cook something because I haven't really eaten yet. And I need to because it's almost it's it's after 12. It's one o'clock <laughs> when I'm recording this. So I need to eat. But, you know, it's 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 hard. The hardest part is balancing your personal life with your business or professional life. that's that's the hard thing where you got to we just got to do all of those things. that can be really challenging. Like, especially if you're if you're in a relationship or if you have kids or if you work two or three jobs or you got family issues, it can be anything. But trying to balance the personal and professional or your business can be hard because of those things especially when everybody has wants and needs and everyone isn't as understanding as you would like for them to be so with that being said those type of things can hick- give you a hick- go for example let's say i've in, in past relationships i've been with women who wasn't always the most accepting or open or understanding with me having you know women friends and but I but I told them like you have to understand that first of all like I do have a regular job outside of the business things that I'm doing or professional entrepreneur things that I want to do and I guess that's what I should have used earlier I guess professional works too but entrepreneur more so because everyone's trying to get more into that especially after pandemic but everyone you, my, my my regular job that's just pocket money is is dominated by women so naturally 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 i'm going to be around a lot of women older women younger women white women black women you name it i'm around them all so that's something that That's always been I ain't even gonna say always Or it with that particular person That was always a sensitive subject And of course you know I do the show with Jen So sometimes it's Why do you gotta talk to this, this lady all the time Or is it the same woman Why do you always talk to women Because women Like to talk Everyone likes to talk But I want to give women a platform to speak. I want to give everybody a platform to speak. Men, too, because some men don't get to speak or they won't speak or they're only going to speak under the right um, pretenses or right conditions or with the right people and different things like that. So I want to give everybody a platform to speak no matter where you come from, what you do, your beliefs can be different. from mine. I want to give everybody a platform to speak. But anyway, so she didn't always understand it. So she thought there was always something more going on. So sometimes you have to, you know, tiptoe and navigate and swerve and dodge around these things when you really shouldn't have to, because you're going after your dream. And I go to the grocery store. There's women there. I go to school. There's women there, too. I go to the park. There's women there too I go to the bathroom Guess what There's probably a woman In there too You just never know But these type of things are some of the things as is what you got to kind of balance your relationship, like are you taking too much time from your your kids or your mom, your dad or your significant other? You have to try to balance them all and sometimes it's it's a difficult act to do so, especially when you got people when you're dealing with people who aren't so understanding but one one thing I can say that you can try to do is try to bring people in and invite them in so they can kind of see how it works and that it's not what they think it is. And granted, some people still ain't going to care because they're selfish, but that's one thing you can do. So these are some of the things that I try to do to kind of just do it. Like one day I may do, like I said, later on, I want to go take pictures of some, just some things around in the neighborhood, sell them, print them out, do whatever with them. Like there's a lot of different things I want to do. Like I don't want to work. I want to be an entrepreneur. Like this is just what I want to do. And like I said, you just balance them out, make priority, try to balance everything. Like it's going to be tough. Like some people may have it easier than others Just depending on what they're doing or who's involved Like all those little cogs in the machine But Just just try to find a balance Well I just try to find a balance and, and just keep going And there was something else in here that kind of bled Over into another listener. In mail, So I'm going to kind of talk about that too And I'm going to circle back to it But um But yeah what else do I do Um just be organized Another thing you can do is be organized Um like I like to use my reminders after my phone I got different things on there that I like to You know put and remind myself to do this Or I need to do this or do that And just do it fortunately for doing audio The audio side of what I do is really easy To me Because I don't have to do as much editing As I would like but I do have to do a lot of Turning up and, and doing different things Now if I'm on there like the podcast I had With the guys where you know they were It was a, it was a poker game so there were some things You know it was, it was like a party So, you know, sometimes people aren't always as conscious as to not use your name Go by the aliases or not, you know, do something that's going to lead somebody You know, identity to be revealed And those are the ones I have to edit the most, you know But at the end of the day, it's all time consuming And it can take away from your loved ones or some of your other passions and desires Uh, What else? I think... And another thing is, once you start making the big bucks, I guess that makes it a lot easier because people tend don't people tend not to complain when there's big money involved, and people tend to shut the fuck up and leave you alone <laughs> because if you want to keep living this lifestyle, people tend to leave just 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 let you be. But that's another thing. Don't don't ever let anybody like dim your creative light or try to make you feel bad for following your dreams and following your goals. And that's something else that I have on here. And I guess I'll segue into that one too And I just want to talk to people about finding goals Like I said like Some of those things I mentioned applies to me Some of them don't But some of them probably do. may or may not apply to you But don't ever let people Dim your light When it comes to trying to follow your goals Or trying to be you know Something that you want to be you know, try, get, Reaching your aspirations and goals in life Because people will do it Because sometimes people are jealous of you Like like let's say let's say your significant other may be jealous of you. The people around you may be jealous of you because they feel like you're leaving them out. That's a part of your life that they don't have access to because they can't walk with you along, you know, that trail or that path because they may not be tech savvy. They may not be someone who's interested interested in audio and visuals or or banking or painting or cooking. They just may not. So sometimes people feel left out. That make you feel bad for it But being an entrepreneur is not easy Like there's a lot of things I have to do and fund out of my own pocket There's a lot of things that I have to do with my own time and energy And make sacrifices to do or not to do certain things And that's what kind of comes with it But once you get to that point where you want to be It's going to be so rewarding It's going to be so fulfilling And it's really going to make a change in your life And I'm always go back to this Schools have one goal And are not going to tell you this, but this is exactly what it is when you start looking at it. Schools teach you how to be a worker. They don't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. So, with that being said, you have to do things differently. And people don't understand it because some people subscribe to those things. But when you're an entrepreneur, like those type, oh, my cord came out. Where'd it go? Okay, there we go. No, no, lost track. Um, We were doing, focus on you. But yeah, so society would teach you that going to school, getting a good job is the way to success. But really, owning, being a business person, being an entrepreneur is probably the best thing you can do. Once you get it going, it pays off. You get time freedom. You get these things back. It's so rewarding. And I'm not knocking anybody went to school, but that's exactly what they teach you. They teach you to work for somebody else. Yeah, you can get a high paying job, but you're never going to get as much money as the owner and you're never going to have the notoriety, the success as the owner does or the creator or whatever it is. Yeah, you can get there if you become your own. But by the time you realize that a lot of times it's too late for people, They, they don't realize it now. They feel like they're too old or they're stuck. But what you can do is just 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 take. Take on and embrace being an entrepreneur And follow your goal And don't let anybody tell you not to do so Like I said, it's going to be tough It's going to be hard You have to do a lot of the funding and footwork and groundwork by yourself And everyone's not going to come along and support you on your dream Especially your friends and family But you have to keep going You cannot stop uh, yeah, going to college is fine. I'm not knocking anybody. I like college. I went to college. College is cool, but it's not for everybody. But if you really want to follow your dreams, entrepreneurship could be a avenue for you. And it's rewarding because as you see, they want to make tax cuts and you want to raise taxes for big business or business people. Like it's so much you can get into. And maybe I'll do a podcast about business credit, business loans, starting an LLC, starting a lot of different things and how you can get write-offs and like if you look around, I know y'all probably see a lot of people pulling up in G wagons. They're riding in Teslas. Like people feel like they have to get these things just to just as a status symbol. I'm not one of them flying flashy people. Like if you see me, you can probably see me in some joggers, black t shirt, something like that. You just never know. Actually, I need to bleep that out because I don't want y'all. You know, you might. Yeah, I'm gonna bleep out one of those things. But 38 brown 30 okay so yeah you may see me just i'm real low-key i'm not trying to be flying flashy but a lot of these things people get is because it's a tax benefit like you can really write off like a g-wagon if you wanted to i'm not gonna go into details now because it's i'm just not just not gonna do it but you can you can write off a lot of things you can write off you can get a house or an apartment in your business name and and, and get more benefits for doing so than you can just flat out buying it as a just a general consumer, or someone who just wants it. I like guess all kind of incentives. But once you've realized the power of being an entrepreneur and having a business, any type of, you can be a pencil sharpening business, I don't care what it is, there's money to be made. There's freedom, time freedom, and success to be made in anything that you do. But just follow your dreams, guys. Do your research. If you if it takes a hundred a thousand hours of doing something to master it, do it. Don't sell yourself short on it. Don't let nobody make you feel bad about it. And sometimes you are gonna have to prioritize yourself and what you want to do over what other people want you to do. Hopefully that that motivated let's see who wrote that. Oh, I don't forgot already. Um hopefully that motivated you guys out of not just the person that wrote that. Adriana, I think that came from Adriana's question. But I did have something I want to say about following your dreams. Um but hopefully that motivated you guys out there and gave you some good insight on, you know, just just keep going. Just keep moving forward. Consistency is the key. Just take one step every day. Progress is progress, no matter how big or small it is. You may go a foot today, you may go a mile tomorrow, but just keep going. It's better than not doing nothing. Would you rather have never mind, I ain't gonna say that. I say that for another show. <laughs> You know, but anyway, uh let's see what else we got here. I did that. I cover sports, and there's something I want to say about sports, but I'm I'm gonna wait to Jen come back for that one. Um, and 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 a couple of these we may revisit when Jen comes back, or when, when, on the next show when Jen's here. Um, let's see. Oh. Someone wrote in, but I was gonna talk about this anyway. Someone asked about did I have any comments on oh Stacy wrote in. Any comments on Dave Chappelle's latest stand up. This is Stacy from Atlanta. Um, and this is something I want to talk to Jen about too, but I feel like as a comedian and as somebody who used to want to be a comedian and who understands comedy from, from what from for what it is and what it's intended to be, I feel like sometimes Not saying that comedians get a pass, but all the uproar that has come about Dave and his trans jokes. Like, I get it. No one likes to be made fun of. But these same people will make fun of other people. Not saying just trans people. I'm just saying, like, if you're somebody who's ever been offended because you got made fun of, nine times out of ten, you've probably made fun of and said some offensive things about people, too. So take that into consideration. And I don't think Dave is transphobic. I think Dave is trying to shed light on two things, two things that are parallel but very, very different in a way, similar struggles, but different ways of struggling, if that makes sense, so, like he said in the show, if you're listening, I'm not talking about trans, I'm talking about white people or people who are oppressing other people, and like if you if you just follow us and instead of like clicking on. Oh, Dave says something about trans here, but watch the entire show. It you, you will get what he's trying to say in context. It's so, like, I, and I get why people are upset, but like you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Like Dave takes shots at everybody. Like that's equality in a sense. And, and just hear me out, because I know I know people say that's not the same. But when you think about it, so why is it okay for you know? Let's okay. Let's say this. So why? So how is that not being equal when you're taking shots at everybody? Like, yeah, it's it's comedy for me. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a joke. Some things ain't funny. Some things ain't a joke. But you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Um, But like I said, he takes shots at everybody. He takes shots at Asian people. He's married to an Asian woman. She gets it. They get it. But everything is not meant to be offensive. But you have to laugh at yourself. Like, I know I got a big-ass head. At least I think I have a big-ass head. But... I can laugh at it if somebody says I got a big head or or A1, you did this. And that's what it was. I do that because I make fun of everybody because I like to make people laugh. I like to crack jokes. It's never meant to be harmful. But with Dave's comedy, there's always a message in there. So, yeah, he did make some transphobic jokes. But what he was really speaking to was a bigger picture. People oppressing other people. And like I said before, things are always... Bad, like like I was telling one of my friends, like black women have been made fun of for having a curvy body, for having big boobs, big lips, big butts, or just having a a beautiful body shape, or having red hair, or speaking slang, or doing certain things. But when white people do it, and I'm not trying to like single all white people out, but just the people who who always have something negative to say about somebody else doing something. But when when they do it, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Hair color was always a bad thing. And now every one of my patients come in, every other patient, half of them have colored hair. Their parents too. But in the past, oh, it's unprofessional. Or that's that's ghetto. That's trashy. But black people been coloring their hair for years. And no one said anything. So what he said is some of that same thing. He said everybody had a problem with being trans or was bashing until white men wanted to start doing it. Like, you know, like like he said about... uh chris jenner i'm not sure what chris what chris jenner's name is and i can't think of it now Uh, is it chris jenner i'm not sure but that's what they were saying that was like everyone was bashing people until they wanted to do it and that's pretty much what's going on now so he's saying like why is it okay for this person to struggle and but but you ignore this struggle over here you don't like to make you don't like to shed light on this struggle but you want everybody to see yours and, like, I get it, it's a tough rope to, to, to kind of tread. It's a tough line to tread. But I don't think that he's aiming to be offensive. But I think people should really pay attention to what he's saying in his comedy and look for the bigger message that he's saying. Like, yes, there's a joke here. But the joke is to point your eyes and bring the attention to this big thing here. And it's not just trans people. It's it's everybody in Dave's comedy. It's not just the LGBT community. It's everybody. He makes fun of black people. It makes fun of white people. And everybody in the crowd is laughing. Although I do know that not everybody who hears these jokes in the world or in the grand scheme of things won't be laughing. You know, everybody won't be laughing and some of them don't. But you have to try to find the message in there. Like, even on the last, he said he was, the one before that, he was saying that he was in the club. He thought I was a girl, but when the lights came on, the phone, I was a man. And then, you know, he was making jokes about it. He said, but hell, I kept dancing. We finished out the night. You know, that's that's not somebody, you know, that I would consider to be transphobic. And I, maybe I'm the wrong person to speak on it, but I just think that with comedy, I think people take things a little bit too serious. And it'd be different if he just got on... On cnn and started doing a rant about this or just made some hateful comments in general he wasn't a comedian like trump did it no one said anything they just let it be because they was okay with it and there's people that's going to be okay and not okay with everything but what i'm saying is with com- with comedians and comedy like they're supposed to make you laugh at yourself they're supposed to make you laugh at the ugly truth they're supposed to be able to shed light on ugly things and make them talkable you know not Make, put them in a, make, make people have conversations about it It's not necessarily to offend Like yeah you could say Your skin is black, blackity black I'm not going to feel a way about it Like maybe I will find a humor in that And I'm not saying that everybody has to But sometimes it's to shed light And to tell a story about a bigger picture We as a society need to be able to laugh at ourselves If we can laugh at black people we, If we can laugh at Asian people We should be able to laugh at people Who subscribe to a different way of life Than, than others do Everybody should be able to laugh at each other And laugh at ourselves most importantly So I think I'm going to leave it there And I'm going to let Jen Hopefully she hears this And maybe we talk about this And she gives me her perspective But me personally I just think It's like a witch hunt for people Who say anything bad about anybody Like something It's like with comedians especially Like comedians are comedians They're here to entertain like y'all are okay with people saying the N word And calling people the N word But as soon as somebody say one thing about another group Everyone goes up in arms about it And like that's just, that's just what I'm trying to say here And I think that's what Dave is trying to say too I could be wrong But that's my take on it um, but i do i do like to stand up and i'm glad that he does have a trans a trans friend even though that trans friend end up taking their life and if you if you paid attention to what he was saying he was just talking about his trans friend's life a good friend and even that trans friends family has spoken out on Dave's behalf so i don't even understand why people are so upset I, like i get it because you're talking about a group that's being marginalized but at the same time it's comedy and then if you really want to be funky about it Everybody badges, uh, Black people talk bad about other black people White people talk bad about other white people Trans, The LGBT community Talks bad about each other also And like I don't know if y'all remember the other skit he did He did one about gays, the lesbians, the bisexuals And the transsexuals All in one car type of thing. And they all talk shit about each other. And I know this because I know people who are gay. I know people who are lesbian. I know people who subscribe to queer. And I know I do know someone that is trans. And it's the same shit. It all goes back to what I was saying earlier. What you're saying about one person, somebody else is saying that same thing about you. Whether it's true or not, people are saying it. So I don't know. It's just... It's just kind of crazy to me But to me I think comedy Should be able to make you laugh To tell a story Start conversations And bring people together And he's doing exactly that. He's starting a conversation It's an ugly conversation It's a tough conversation But he's doing it Um, Let's see What else I got here Oh I did want to talk about uh, mm, I think I got everything I did want to talk about J. Cole's Verse on uh, Pipe Down First of all Drake could never do that <laughs> Drake could never But only Cole could do it And I just really like his verse And I saw a lot of people Saying that And I'll play it here First for you So you guys can uh, Can hear it
2: I'm working
1: on nine.
0: This is uh, J. Cole's version Of Pipe Down Like I said Drake could never <laughs>
1: Gotta have a space Just check it space. out
0: guys I mean,
1: Freedom You know what I mean need... Uh basically get this shit off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get shit off my mind, my chest. yeah,
0: tell them, tell them, J. Cole, yeah.
1: with every record I be asking the masses to tune your hearts to me, I represent intelligent niggas that grew up harshly, but lately I've been questioning second guessing whether or not I've got something to offer since an eluded poverty, or has the money watered me down, that truth is hard for me, like the second time I got cut from the junior varsity Fighting back tears I promised to switch gears and said to myself no, Whatever you do, you won't do it partially it From this today. day forward I move with a new ferocity Ferrari Coupe Velocity A fail-proof philosophy Success is in the effort, So if a nigga tried his hardest, I'm at peace Knowing God ain't dealing in this group of cars for me Some people say that I'm running third they threw the bronze at me Behind Drake this and the Dot. Part. Yeah, them niggas are superstars to me Maybe deep down, I'm afraid of my looming so when you see me on red carpets I'm moving awkwardly posing all nervous afraid of the judgment and the thought of showing too much in my day is repugnant I be keeping my kids away from the gaze of the public because these days it feel like haters they favorite subject fucking attitude like a young O'Shea shade with an AK ain't that your brain violating I bust it I don't play when it come to family that's one thing I refuse pipping their kids out for views and just be in the news can never be me i the celebrity tea ever, ever with me on this record this ever, is heaven's ever. ep the tale's official the best nigga breathing it just failed to hit you you couldn't tell because you failed for the bells and whistles and that's an area i don't excel i'm from the ville where young girls talk grown as hell it's raw never saw one person go to yell but every nigga that i know done gone to jail at least once proven we the ones police hunt for the pains we smoke three blunts the size of tree trunks too much hunger is No wonder these niggas can't keep up. So saying yes to a feature just means I'm about to eat lunch, bitch. I'm going for it, no never shall he punt. I'm the one and you can be sure. Speaking of beachfront, I'm kicking my feet up while I write this in somewhere tropical. Supposed to be relaxing, this passion makes that impossible. This
0: passion Mm -hmm. makes that impossible.
1: Supposed to be relaxing, this passion makes that impossible.
0: All right, guys. There you have it. And what I wanted to say, and I and hopefully Jen has to say, will probably be the same thing I have to say, was but was that this is this is how you, this is how you do that song. Pipe down isn't a bad song. That is one of the songs that I do like on this album. But um, I, I wanted to talk about this first. But then I started ranting about all the, the politics and you know just life. But anyway, um, but yeah. But I guess the biggest thing that I want to point out for this Was that J. Cole has been on a tear Every feature or cover that he does Everything that he puts out lately Has just been fire He's been on a almost a two year run Without one miss He does not miss He's like he's like Steph now Basically he's shooting from everywhere He can do it all um, And what I wanted to say was Is that I saw on the internet people were saying that J. Cole was admitting that he was third. He was not admitting that he was third. He was saying that y'all have him as a third. Y'all got him fucked up is what he's saying. He said y'all putting him behind Kendrick and um, Drake. He never said that I am behind Kendrick or Drake. He says y'all got me fucked up and got me behind Kendrick and Drake. And then, you know, he went on to say that he's maybe he's afraid of his own brightness because he said they were stars. And Drake is the star. Drake is somebody who lives in that light. Kendrick, not so much, but I think we made Kendrick a star. But Kendrick is almost like Andre 3000, like, you know, he's great at what he does. And when he pops out, he pops out and he kills everything. And the same for Cole, but Cole has been just killing everything. But you don't really see Kendrick or Cole in that same light as you see Drake because they're not out there trying to be seen and trying to maintain an image or anything. Not saying that Drake is, but I think he is, but not to say that he is, but you don't really see them doing it like that. Like they, They're they more low key. And, you know, I think that just speaks to it. And, like, like I've been telling people, I don't think Cole is third out of their class. It's, to me, one, one and 1A one or one and two would be Kendrick and Drake. And I think their position, to me, alternates. Like, right now, Cole killing it like we ain't heard Muslim Kendrick Since 17 but when he did pop out He came out killing it So you know That just lets you know right then And there like what's going on But I think when Kendrick comes out I think it's going to be tough To kind of To to put one over the other Because I love both of them like those are my guys Like the lyrics Out of that That draft class would be Cole and Kendrick wale J not uh wale and J electronica and you know drake is in there too he's ha- he's had his runs or some good lyrics but like like people always say if you don't write your lyrics then it's kind of hard to take you serious as a lyricist like as an artist drake is amazing when you put him on that metric when you put him on that that criteria he's amazing he does he-, he does it he's commercially amazing but when you start talking about lyrics and pop bars and penmanship and being the lyricist and the wordsmith, like he, 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 you just can't put him in the same class as Cole and Kendrick. And if you are going to be the best rapper alive, you have to, you have to actually rap for one. You have to actually write your rhymes. And I, I can, I can argue. I can't. You can't argue that about Cole and Kendrick. They write. You can't argue whether or debate whether they wrote this or whether they said that. That's just what it is. Um. So yeah, but I don't think that he's. Third at all, I think he's one, one, one A and one B, or one and one A, or one and two. He's definitely up there. And then you also had Drake come on to say that he's one of the greatest ever to do. He's the best rapper. All of this, ja, 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 ja. I think Drake knows that. I think people know that Cole and Kendrick can rap. Drake just does something totally different. He's a he's more of an entertainer. He's not necessarily an artist like Cole and Drake. I mean Cole and Kendrick. Um. But yeah, but I wish Jen was here so we could have fanned out about it because I know she would have loved it. I feel like, I don't know if i sent it to her, but I'm pretty sure she's heard, she's had to have heard it by now. But I wish she was here so we could have talked about it and just fanned out and been just total geeks and, and writers for, you know, for Code. But uh we got some more of that coming. Um, but anyway, I think that's all I have for you guys. Oh, I think one more. Oh, somebody asked me this. Before we before we go, I got one more. The most important question I felt on here. Someone says, any advice that you can give to a woman who's in, women in relationships? I've been clashing with my guy lately and about fundamental differences, and I'm not sure how to let my own biases and emotions not cloud my reasoning and judgment. And that's something. That's that's the topic that I was telling you guys that might bleed over from following your dreams and you know like why I mean how do I find time to do all of these things like there's definitely a balance and like I was saying like my girl in the past at the time um she did not quite understand some of the things that I was trying to do or me having female friends or women friends and one thing one thing I could say t- to you what, what was her name I don't think I mentioned her name let me read it she didn't give her name well, maybe I forgot to put it on here let me check my email real quick Oh yeah, her name was Ale from um, L.A. I guess it's short for Alejandra. Um, But she was she was just asking, and one thing I can say that men and women, um, some on some level, we think differently, just about different things. Like like for me, like if you tell me something, if you say someone threw you down on the floor versus telling me someone knocked you down you're gonna get two different responses from me if someone threw it down that means intent and intent is everything but if someone knocked you down they could have did it on an accident or something like that or pushed you down or whatever however you want to word it like you get two different things and people got to be i'm a very literal person when it comes to word. like if you tell me this this is what i'm going to think because that's what that word means i don't know that you're trying to say something totally different but you didn't So what I would say, Ali, is just just try to be understanding, like try to find a common ground, like seek understanding and listen to understand and and not reply. I'm not saying you're doing this because of just because of what you said and you wrote a little bit more on there about, you know, but I don't want to put all your fine details out there. But she was just saying to her, her significant other is in a position similar to mine where he's out, he's doing different things and she doesn't really know how to handle it. And so sometimes that clashes. But that's not what her email was about. It was just about just them clashing and just just one thing I will say to women is that. I know people say you guys mature faster than men and I for one and I'm not you know I'm an I'm a ex-gen too and I'm not trying to offend anybody but I for one I just think that's I, I just don't think that any particular gender just does I think we mature one thing I've always said women definitely mature physically more I mean faster than men but I've always been on the belief that Women and men just mature at different rates just depending on their experience. I don't think it's just inherent that women are just more mature than men because a lot of just just me speaking from having a lot of women friends and people that I've dealt with. A lot of the things you guys do do be immature to me, especially on an emotional and, and on an emotional level. Oh, well, she thought is she thought that she thinks she this like that's a sign of immaturity to me. So I think maybe, you know, it's just just different things that I've heard women go on and on and on and on and on about. When you talk to a guy, we'll be like, hey, look, she maybe she didn't mean it. And that's why it's key for a woman to always have at least one good, solid, open, honest, and objective. And just a, a strictly platonic male friend because they'll tell you things from a different aspect. Just like I feel like it's good for men to have at least one open, honest, you know, and objective objective and platonic female or woman friend because you get different perspectives and like like just some of the things i've had to deal with i can't say you know that that maturity thing has always shined because there's always arguing over simple stupid stuff and it's just like why and i'm someone who doesn't like to argue i I would debate and argue my point but i'm not going to have an argument or a feud or a match of words with you I'm not about that. It's just like how can we make this better? So when I say listen from a point of understanding and not to reply, because a lot of people want to reply. They want to be right. Everyone wants to be right instead of trying to do trying to be accurate for one and trying to trying to just just focus on conflict resolution. You feel one way, I feel one way. That doesn't mean that two things can't be true at one time about the same thing, because we also find that there's two sides of a coin. On the quarter, we have have George Washington's face, and on the back, we also have a picture of a fucking building. That don't mean that one side is greater than the other or one side is right. There's two things that exist that make this thing what it is. There's always components and variables and gears and nuances and idiosyncrasies that make life and relationships with other complicated, but we have to learn to, to balance it. We have to learn to seek the middle ground and listen to understand and not to reply. But like I said before, I don't necessarily think that maturity is what people have think it is. And you know, that women just inherently, I don't know, I'm probably gonna get killed, kill me if you want to, but this is just me just because what I'm saying, if y'all can find it in yourselves to be objective. I think y'all would say the same thing. Just think about the fights and arguments you have with your friends. Could you say that maturity is shining there? Could you say that the, you guys are being the leading example of what maturity is in that, in that aspect? Just with conflicts between you and your other women friends or your girls or or whatever. And the same for men. I think we just all mature when we mature. I think your situations make you mature. Like if you was a kid who was sheltered, you may be much more mature in certain areas but you may not have the common sense and maturity to be on your own like it's just different things like that if you had to grow up in a single parent home versus growing up in a, in a a dual parent home you may be more mature in some areas or less mature in some areas than somebody who grew up in a single parent home like it's just it's just different but i think we mature based on our experience because our experiences are and our environment shapes us. So, for instance, people in New York, I always felt like they may have been more mature or more advanced than the kids that I grew up with, male and female, here in Georgia because of the way they lived their life or their, everything's fast-paced. They were home by the They were latchkey kids. Here, it's not so much. You have the community watching the community, like the neighborhood police, the neighborhood. And not saying they don't do that up there, but like up there, it's a little bit more different just from what I can understand and what I've seen with my own eyes. So don't think that i'm bashing women saying y'all not mature and i know people like to say women are smarter than men and women mature more than men but i just don't believe that also i think that there's there's outliers in both in both genders i think that some men mature more and faster than women and they also mature faster than some men and the same for women some women mature faster than men and some women just mature extremely faster than other women but i think there's I think there's more commonality when it comes to maturing the the maturation process for people than we think um, just just because. But I think that we're grading men and women on different scales also. And I'm going to get back to my point. But I did want to throw that out before. Y'all kill me. That's my caveat before we get into this. But I will say like, just try to listen to him and see what he's doing. Like, don't jump to conclusions. Don't argue all the time And I'm not saying this about all women So I have to keep throwing that Because I'm not trying to bash y'all But she asked me What could she do as a woman And this is something That I would tell my female friends And my loved ones And my women friends Is that some of these things Like like, is there anything That you could do better On your end Like what role do you play In the turmoil Because it's not always The other person It takes two people to argue what role do you play? What could you do better? How can y'all come together and have a meeting of the minds and get it all fleshed out? Um, The big one is don't assume because a lot of people assume and they be fucking wrong and that drives me nuts because that's, that's the quickest way to get me upset in a relationship is to assume I'm doing something that I'm not when I'm just trying to do what I don't want to be fucking bothered. I'm like, uh, I'm an antisocial extrovert I like being around people But I'm very antisocial I like being alone Just as much as I like being around people And I, sometimes I feel like I like being alone A little bit more Because I'm I'm alone now I'm by myself I like to just go do stuff by myself But I forgot why I said that But anyway <laughs> But just Just uh just start thinking about these things And uh, just see if that would help And you know, just start giving trust to people Give people an opportunity to to show you who they are Don't assume Let them make their mistakes And if they make their mistakes And you you adjust You make your adjustments as you go But don't be on 10 Where you don't need to be on 10 Is what I'm saying Like don't Don't snoop through people's phones Don't automatically assume that he's doing something Granted, shit happens But there's also a flip side to that Because women do the same shit that men do Y'all just don't get caught Or either men just don't care enough sometimes you know because they are doing the same thing maybe i don't know but women do a lot of cheating women do a lot of things that they shouldn't do just like men do it like i don't think that that one does it more than the other i think everything has to have balance we we're looking for entropy here we got to find that um if not everything just goes out and you know spirals out into chaos uh what else could i say um mm. Just I guess the biggest I guess the biggest The next biggest thing Would be communication Just communicate Communicate What you want What you need And then listen to what they want And what they need and if they say I need a little bit of freedom To do this To, to be successful Let them do that Or You know Like in order to make Less life at home A little bit more Merry I guess Um let's see what else could we do and i would say another thing is for women like stop dating the same type of guy like you have a type you have a certain type of guy for this physical looks or or like what they do stop dating the same type of guy like look for somebody that's different find somebody that that fills your holes where you lack and where you can feel their holes where they like whether it's a man or a woman like Whether, whether it's a, a homosexual relationship Or a heterosexual Just find somebody who Feels where you lack And where you can fill in Where they lack And that's how you bring together That's why I would say It gotta be 50-50 relationship To make one whole Like you can't do it all So I don't think anybody Can do 100% Of the relationship You could do 100% of your 50% To make 100% And they have to do 100% Of their 50 to make 100 Otherwise it don't balance out But everybody has to do their part You know Um but just communicate and just and just go from there. That's 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 key. And just trust like I said, give people a chance. Trust them until you until they give you a reason not to. And I you can say, well, he liked this girl picture or she liked this guy picture. Um that don't mean that anything. maybe they just like the picture. That's what Instagram or Facebook is for. Did you like the picture? And then say why you like the picture. Was the picture good? Yeah, I like it. That's why I like pictures. I don't care. And I tend not to follow women who like kind of post their bodies or trying to be provocative on Instagram or anything like that, but when I see something that's just a good picture, I like it. And I usually don't like pictures of people, I like pictures of things more than I like pictures of people because people are people. But, you know, just different things, but just give people an opportunity to, but if you're gonna be a warden and you're gonna be guarding people all the time, then it's not going to work. It's not going to be fruitful. Like you would want it to be. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, mm. Also, think about is it worth arguing over? Sometimes people blow small things out of proportion. When it could be a simple conversation, it could be a simple misunderstanding. When you can just sit down and talk at a later time where you got cooler heads. That's another thing. Talk when talk don't automatically talk when you're upset. Take some time. Don't be rude about it. just, say, hey, look, let's just let's table this for now. Let's come back to this when we got cooler heads. Don't be like, we're like I don't want to talk right now, nine to time. You don't have to have an attitude about it. And that goes for the men too. But just say, hey, look, right now isn't the best time. We're not listening to each other. We're not gonna listen when we're trying to make our points and when we're upset. You have to be able to do that. And that's where maturity comes in. And if you really care about your relationship, these are some things that you would consider. You know, just taking some time, taking a break, getting some space, give each other space to do and give each other autonomy and freedom to do whatever it is. Like they don't have to check in all the time. You know, just 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 go. But if you don't trust somebody, why are you with them? And that's another thing. You can try to build trust. And granted, you trust people enough to do certain things but you may not give everybody your foot trust. trust has to be earned but you have to trust them enough and otherwise you wouldn't be with them so start from there start from ground bottom and 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 just build and i think that's all that i can give for now but write back in and let us know how you're going keep us updated ali and uh ali i guess And, and um Just And we'll revisit it And like I said I'm going to talk to Jen about this And this is something That I want to talk to more women about So I'm probably I'm going to have another Women conversation And I'm going to have one with men But like I said I'm still working on that Man and women dynamic That I'm trying to work on But I'm going to get it For sure So we have a meeting of the minds And we can have a conversation Similar to this But anyway guys That's been our show I love you guys Go with peace And I'm going to get into The song of the week And I cannot get this dang song Out of my head this song is so amazing to me. It's by this guy named Elzai. Well, Elzai. And you guys may know him from Slum Village. But he's been solo for a while. He does a lot of solo work. But it's a song that I just, once I instantly heard it, I just not get it out of my... I can't stop playing it. Like, just the lyricism and just just what he's doing on here is just just top tier. You know, I like top tier rapping. And that's what I'm going to give y'all. So, let me pull it up. And again... Uh... This is "Smoking Mirrors by el Off of Seven Times Down, Eight Times Up. It's off of one of his latest projects.
2: Just listen to it. It's
0: a lot of that 90s boom-bap feel to it with a little modern touch to it.
2: the UPS, moving by the shoes and watch to see my distant future in vision. I ain't use binoculars in my yeah. eye to see dollar signs, joy and disappointment, Africa, the sun it God. Every blessing is that I can yeah. see a prodigy. I can see Molotovs. I can see a humble servant healer. I can see I'm lost. Wasn't yeah. talking to be a boss. Just go to school. Make your A's. Get your master's. Find a job. Settle down. Take a raise behind yeah. a knob. There's a door. But decisions you can open. Hoping that no, you pick the right one ain't quite done. Coping with the yeah. fact you picked the wrong one that hits you like a strong son of bricks. When you can't fix a shortcut in the long run, your friends who cool were folks who didn't know you were chose, you a king, you a diamond, you a comet, you a rose, you a pyramid, you appear in Madrid, you appear in the mid life crisis All I see in the middle while I smoke to get in the proper headspace in case there's a test got an ace. because a racist thought I would be dead in jail. Or at home with an ankle brace. When I'm top tier from my angel's face, drop here, made a splash in the great Lakes don't no, forget the fashion. Players play the game till they baby crash. Afraid of pass police. Oh, go east. Off the eight mile, don't mile. What seen of mama. I can see a village, man. Keep a weights. Try to see a scientist, an alien, a pewter spoon with savagery doing music. Strategy. It's DJ A1. It's and strategy. A play the ultimate and live lavishly. I told my nigga cool. And sometimes I see a failure, other times I see a warrior. I can see euphoria, yeah. flashbacks, of gloria. Who said I wouldn't be shit in my living room? After my mom's past pops held it back. Though we fed into a lies years ago I'm still affected. I can see it in my eyes, like the never wanna leave that I sheep by myself in the river for a clearer understanding of my health mentally. I can see I was meant to be a threat. It's in my eyes I see red when I'm physically upset. Getting lost in my reflection, I can see respiration. Then I see recollection. Now I see resurrection. I'm a champ. I'm a leader. I'm a prophet. I'm a rebel. I'm a dragon. I'm a beast. If I stoop to a level, I'm yeah. a blocks, I'm a paradox, Pandora's box, filled with rocks, covered blocks, blood money for some stocks. I can yeah. see the open mic, off a seven mile a four, you used to battle up and Kobe, they all know me, I'll destroy your student yeah. body, catch a case, then I may have to call a lawyer just to beat it. You don't see a phoenix, you don't see my aura, you don't yeah. see a legend, you don't see a glow, as it's turning, can you see what I see? I can see a passion burns, like yeah. the never wanna leave, that I cheat by myself, in the mm-hmm. mirror for a clearer understanding of my health. Mentally I can see I was with to be threat. It's in my eyes. I see rare when I'm physically upset. Getting lost in my reflection, I can see, respiration then I see, recollection I see, resurrection I see.
0: And again, this is Elzai, Smoking Mirrors, featuring what's her name, Monica. Lair Hopefully you guys enjoyed these tunes It's a great great song Great great album the album in general so There's no skips on here I hope you guys enjoyed this This is your host A1 Signing off Make sure you guys walk with love Go with peace Try to be understanding Life is short Make sure you cherish the ones that you love While you got them Because you might wake up one day And you don't have them no more uh be kind to each other guys i always tell you guys that um like share and subscribe i appreciate that uh thank you guys for bearing with me as i'm trying to balance and juggle a lot of things but i'm going to keep this show going there's nothing gonna stop me from doing this show i'm gonna do it regardless whether you guys listen or not because it's, it's a journal for me to kind of, you know, when my kids get up of age and, you know, when I'm long dead and gone, my siblings, my mom, whoever wants to hear it, everybody can go back and say, this is how A1 thought. This is who A1 was in a time capsule. So you can kind of get a better understanding of me, plus with the pictures I take and all the moments I try to capture and create. I'm going to leave all of this behind. This is what I'm leaving behind. This is my literal, <laughs> literally my life's work. But. Anyway guys, go with love, go with peace Be safe, stay alert Peace